Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. It is that time, time for guys of a certain age. We're all together. Robbie Kubelin's in studio with my compadres. Art Shirley. And Jay Reed. Hello, Jay. Welcome back. I'm glad to be back. Are you glad to be back? I am. I like it when all the Jay come back. Yeah. Jay's come back. <laughs> all the Jays come back. Jay Gary. This sounds like a dressing. Jay yeah. Allen. <laughs> yeah. And, and for the record, those who can't see, which is most everybody, Art has as many, if not more, notes than Jay does today. So yes, I I'm a, made the mistake of printing this page out. I just kept running. Out. Oh, oh well, no, I didn't mean to do that. I just meant to email it to myself. So, do you yeah. ever go to the end of like um, uh, web pages like NBCNews.com or any of the, the major commercial sites and just scroll to the bottom to see all the clickbait? Do you ever do that? Yeah, just I, to see what's there. Sure, I don't do it on purpose, but I have caught myself in it. So I, I would love to know what the click through rate of that stuff is because no one goes past half, you know, and so. it seems like there's so much more of it now than there used to be. Yeah. A lot of clickbait. You have to wait like 10, 15 seconds every time you scroll down just to wait for all the clickbait to yes. appear. Otherwise, when you click to uh, actually yeah. get to something you want, you're you, oops, what did I click on? Uh, yeah, yeah, there is that thing where you start <laughs> to click on something and then the screen moves up uh-huh. and you shift. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I will That's tell my you. That's story and I'm sticking to yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> With the new Safari uh, browser that dropped this week, you've got built-in privacy. And so every site I hit, it's like, we see you're using an ad, an ad blocker. Do you want to support us or not? It's like, nope, I don't want any, <laughs> yeah. I don't want any pop-ups. Anyway, wow, we just went off the rails on that. So glad you guys are both here. Glad you guys are listening wherever you're listening, whether that's home or otherwise. Uh, let's jump into Geeks of the Week. Who's going to go first? I'll go first. Go ahead. I Since mine starts with A, for Archer. Do either of you guys watch Archer? Did you ever watch Archer? I've watched a couple episodes. Very briefly. Yeah, I watched the first few seasons. Actually, probably much more than that. I really liked the first few seasons. The other ones kind of went off the rails. It can get way out there. You know, it can be quite risque at times as well. But I like the I like the, the style of the animation. Uh, I like the fact that it's done in Atlanta. Uh, oh, I didn't know it was done in Atlanta. Yeah. So and, uh, it, it's always been on FX, right? Yeah, well, FX, and then I think the last two seasons went to FXX, and it seems like they kind of lived up to the double X. I was say, is it got triple X yeah, ever? That's right. You know, so different different versions of it or whatever. But they've got the new season that dropped this this week, uh, season eleven. They dropped episodes one and two. Wow! But in promotion for that, they did a Zoom table read and had uh, most of the cast back. Uh, Judy Greer was not there, but uh, most of the cast was there. But the and it was great. You know, it was, it was neat to hear the whole thirty minute episode done as a table read but what was the geeky part of it and the reason i'm bringing it up is that michael winslow who we've mentioned here before when we could remember his name from police academy probably most famous for that (laughs) the sound effects guy yeah that's him that's actually robbie doing michael winslow uh he did all the sound effects and the music for archer as they're doing the table read so just for the table read just for the table read no he doesn't do it in real in uh you know regularly but uh but he did it for this and it was just amazing they would sometimes just stop and just you could tell they were just kind of blown (laughs) away by what he was doing yeah yeah but it was really neat so you check that out it's on uh, archer's uh facebook page if you can't find it anywhere else okay archer was one of those shows i've always wanted to get into but i've never really had the time to do it because i'm like you i love the animation style yeah it reminds me of johnny quest a little bit Johnny quest yeah but uh but uh, and it's good. It's, it can be very funny, 
Uh, like I said, it's not suitable for all audiences, so I don't want kids to rush out there and watch it. Oh, and then. Not, not suitable for most audiences. <laughs> That's right, yeah. FX. It's fun to watch just to watch Michael Winslow, though. Just, the, the, the table read is funny. But yeah. yeah, they say on there, this is for mature audiences only, so. Okay. You just just know well, that it leaves me out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of immature audiences, what you got, Jay? Well, I, I stumbled upon another podcast. Now, of course, I want everybody to <gasps> binge listen to us first. So that's what you did last week when you were gone. You were scoping out other podcasts. Well, wow. only because I was on the road more than usual, working more than usual, and uh, had to have something to listen to. And anyway, this one is called "Little Did I Know," and I think it's the first sort of Broadway musical done in podcast format. Uh, it may not be oh, the it's actually first. a musical done. It's a musical, podcast. yeah. Okay. It's, thought- it's, it's built on the um, on a novel called Little Did I Know, and but they've, they've turned it into a musical. It's totally Broadway musical based. I mean, it sounds like it. I mean, it, it, it you won't be surprised. But it, it's about nine episodes, maybe 30 okay. plus minutes each. So it's, it's an easy listen. Um, if you like musicals, it's, you an, like easy, musicals, it's an easy listen. We've established that Robbie doesn't. I'll be checking it out. <laughs> that sounds really interesting. It's got the the most famous person that's on it. It's kind of a minor role, but he's there is Richard Kind. So it's not, you know, just people. Did I say it wrong? Is it Richard Kind? I don't know who that is. This dude right here. I, I know that. You'd know him if you saw him. Yeah, yeah, you'd know him. Very, uh, you'd know very you, famous you'd character. You'd know him if you heard him, too. you know his voice, yeah. for sure. Yeah, okay. But anyway, and Laura Morano, which was from Austin and Alley, mm-hmm. I think was a di- our Nickelodeon show, which I didn't watch, but my kids did every now and then. So it's got several, uh, yeah. um, you know, people that have either won Tony Awards yeah. and that sort, Olivier Awards, that sort of thing. So it's not just a these people got together and sang. I mean, Richard Kind alone, yeah, kind of brings it to the table. But but anyway, Audio Drama Initiative is who who put it out. What's the name of it again? Little did I know. Little did I know. That's the name of the little book. Set in the know. late, set in the seventies, right after Vietnam. But it's about uh-huh. a guy who they graduate from college. It's this drama theater team, and they go to musical Plymouth. and set after Vietnam. What does not go together? I don't know. Anyway, I guess so. There's a lot of those. <laughs> you know, Rent is a pretty famous one. Was yeah, but it's Saigon? Miss Saigon. Miss Saigon. That's during I guess Vietnam. Miss Saigon. Yeah. Mash. I, I mean, was there a... Oh, we That's need Korea. to talk... I want to talk about... Yeah, it's Korea. MASH debuted the day after we're recording... The day before we're recording this debuted 48 years ago. Okay. Yeah. Great. Wow. Well, anyway, but it was just a kind of cool thing. Kind of, kind of different uh, podcast to listen to, but, you know, if you like music... Is it one of those where the whole dialogue is in music or do they uh, no they talk some too yeah it's it's a mix I'm still waiting on the the musical adaptation of Full Metal Jacket by Kubrick do we not have that is it not something I'm just kidding (laughs) no that was Platoon oh yeah no which you never saw Platoon oh really no, no. You should see it at least once. You know, Apocalypse Now would be easy to adapt to yeah. a musical because you've got Wagner all throughout it. Yeah. So. Oh, which reminds me, the one of the guys in the cast is Wagner. Is Wagner. <laughs> Joe Wagner. <laughs> Patrick Page. And he's got nine. Michael Winslow Wagner. There you go. And he has nine rings. Yeah. Sorry. So one of the main characters in this is uh, a guy named Dr. Barrows. That's the character name. Patrick Page plays him. And apparently Patrick Page also <laughs> played. too much. you got to get a pop filter if you're going to say that line. <laughs> Patrick Page. <laughs> Need a pop filter? Oh, yeah. yeah. I know Patrick Page. Yeah. He played Norm, uh, Osborne Norman Osborne in the Spider-Man musical. Which Turn I didn't off realize the was a thing. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, we 
Oh my what? god! I know about that. The, the, the musical. You too. You too. Yeah, scored by you two, and it was in previews forever. They couldn't get anything right. It lost so much money. It's famous as a. As that a, does sound familiar. It's the Ishtar yeah. of comic book musicals. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's yeah. How you like that? That's a good one. That's that was good. good. That's yeah. good. So anyway, that that's our comic book tie-in. Well, I, I recognize yeah. Patrick Page from other stuff too. Let, Let me it. see him. Let's see if I can do this without unplugging. You, you see him? Got him. Oh, got him. Right there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's see what else. Oh, Patrick Page. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Patrick Page. Yes. I was pulling up the IMDb. Yeah. So. So I hope y'all are at home are looking at your phones too. Also yeah. Well, you'd be looking at your well. phones as long as the screen says guys of a certain age. Yeah. So and you're not driving. And you're not driving. Um. So yeah, he's been in a bunch of stuff. So okay. All right. So my geek of the week. Let me get it back to is that uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe has finally cast their She-Hulk. That's Tatiana Maslany. Maslany? Really? Who's that? Where's the L? Yeah, it's after the S and before the A. After the S, okay. Yeah, Maslany. Okay. So, and geek fans would know her as the primary actress of Orphan Black. Right. Which was on uh, BBC America, which I still have not seen. I watched, we watched a few episodes of that. Very good show. We just never got back into it. Yeah. 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 So I've got a former co-worker who loves um, Tatiana as an actress. And yeah. I said, hey, she's been cast as the She-Hulk. And Faith sends back, well, she will be incredible. Oh, she had nice. no clue. She yeah. had no clue what she did. Were you so, agreeing with Envy that she came yeah. up with that? Wow. I'm just kind of hulking out <laughs> over that. So it I was made ca- you angry. I shouldn't make you angry. <laughs> yeah. Don't make me angry, Lou. Anyway, so uh, they've got her cast. They announced a showrunner. Oh, this is a Disney Plus series, right? That's right. Okay. Cat uh, Cairo Coro uh, is going to be the showrunner and director. Um, she's directed episodes of It's Always Sunny, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Modern Family, and yeah. sure more. And uh, so I, I'm really excited about this series. Um, uh, Ruffalo said, welcome to the family. I cause. saw that. I so, that was so, uh, and she also was in the latest, uh, the initial season of Perry Mason that aired on HBO Max. So okay. I haven't seen that either. But so she's phenomenal in terms of that. So what's the background on the She-Hulk from the those of us who are not as... You know, familiar. I know she is. She's a lawyer. I can't remember how she got her power. So it was a blood transfusion from, from her, cousin, her cousin Bruce, Bruce Banner. Banner. Okay, that yeah, makes, I do remember that. And now. so she wasn't directly. I guess mm-hmm. I could have asked myself. She wasn't directly infested with uh, gamma radiation, but she got the powers from the transfusion, which now, does allowed she stay, her. She'll, she yeah, all she, time? she stays. She and she has, or she does in the comic book. Yeah, so. she does her. She has her mental capacity. It's not an anger well. thing. With no, her. no, uh-uh. no. And she's a lawyer. And like Jay said, Jay, no, your art, your. Yeah. Um, and so it the 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 smart Hulk from Endgame, Avengers Endgame, kind of set the template for maybe how they could they could do oh, her okay. CGI. So she'll be motion capture the whole time, I mean, I, or CGI I, the whole time. I, I would think so. Um, I don't know because no. I mean the character is you know taller than most folks, you know physically strong. She's not just like a green person. She's not like Lou Ferrigno that, you know, is hulky all the time. No. <laughs> None of us could be Lou Ferrigno. So, but no, she, she is a lot like uh, Smart Hulk from Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Okay. And stays in that and she's mm-hmm. got full capacity. She has she actually in the, practices law as in the, the comic universe. She has, she yeah. has uh, wow. practiced law yeah. in, in the comics, which is kind of cool. So anyway, 
that will be fun. So we go from the beginnings of an amazing Marvel Cinematic Universe Disney Plus series to DC Universe Death Watch. And this is it. This is it. We finally got the announcement we've been expecting uh, from Gizmodo. The excellent DC Universe is dead and a comics-only service is taking its place. I had seen something. Uh, they had another DC uh, fandom this past Saturday oh, that's right. as we record. And uh, I did not watch any of that this time. But there was an announcement that Jim Lee was going to make a huge announcement regarding DC Universe streaming service. And what they decided to do is is move some of the content. We don't know how much content is going to HBO Max. I would imagine it's all of the new stuff. I don't know if any of the old stuff is going to go there on there. Although HBO Max does have older cartoons. I think we've mentioned before Johnny Quest and the Flintstones and the Jetsons are on there. So the old stuff would fit on HBO Max, and, and I'm, I'm hoping they'll do that. Uh, obviously, Aquaman's probably not going to end up there, but anyway, some of the other stuff may. Batman the Animated Series, uh, Super Friends possibly, some of the old Superman, Superboy shows, and, and those things may end up on there. Uh, but the DC Universe is changing to DC Universe Infinite, and it's going to be a comic book-only subscription, so you'll have digital downloads of comics You'll get... um, That's on there now, right? That's on there now. I'm thinking, it sounds like to me what they're going to do is, it used to be you had to wait two years or, you know, it was two years after a comic was released before it was eligible to be on the service. They may have moved that to a year. I know that now it's going to be six months after a a comic is released that it can come out. Uh, And I had said years ago that if after, I think Marvel has something, Marvel Universe. Marvel Unlimited. Marvel Unlimited, yeah. DC Universe. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Marvel Unlimited has a subscription service where you can read a lot of old comics on that as well. So I'd said if they had one for DC, I would probably do that. And uh, so I may continue it for a while, but I don't know. So, well, you said it for years that you would do it, and now the moment has arrived. And are you going to well, abandon? Well, I've, I've done it now. I yeah. Mean, you know, so um, it'll depend on what the pricing structure is. I mean, if it's if it's the and, I, and they've put in here what it is. I think it's like uh, seven so, or eight dollars a yeah, month. Yeah. Which is similar to what we were paying already for it, and had movies with it. So it's kind of like, well, wait a minute. You're giving yeah. me less for the same price. But you get your comic sooner. So I've got to wonder how, how for the... For me, do- the interest has always been the older oh, stuff. Oh, sure. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah, the JH stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, what I've got... I've got to wonder is if the the diamond distribution um, uh, trouble that DC has gotten themselves into is, has moved that six-month window... Uh, yeah, from I would imagine, and, I, and that may actually decrease as time goes by too, depending on how the, all that that works out with Diamond. I mean, you know, that whole if they ever whatever they do to supplant that. Uh, but yeah, it's a like I said, that's a, we've been kind of tracking this for a while, and I think this is the the announcement that we knew was coming or thought was coming. It'll take place in January 2021. I'm you know a little upset, but uh, I'll, I'll be okay. So moment of silence. Moment of silence. All right, and that was enough. So, where are we going to try? What we'll find oh, prayers going yes, out to DC fans? Yeah. yeah so, what's going to be the next streaming service? We uh, we well, we Quibi already kind of died on us, didn't it? I don't know if Quibi died. I, I died to it, but well, we'll, well still track. I still get. I mean, we'll still track you, Jack. Okay. All right, we're going to track you guys on the other side with an ode to our middle school years. Science fair up next. Guys of a certain age, the second half of the episode, we're going to journey back to, in some cases, middle school, some cases, high school. We're going to talk about science fair. And I just realized they all may be the same year. 
<laughs> if it's high school for me, it's, it's probably your, me. It's first grade for you. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's right. Because I didn't go to kindergarten. Well, no, I did go to kindergarten, but it wasn't a public kindergarten at that point. Yeah. So, and Jay, I mean, did you do science fair? Jay? I did. I I had very few memories of it. I went by my folks' house today to see if I had any any uh, memories, like a poster or anything left over, and. We couldn't find any. We found all kinds of other fun stuff. <laughs> so you're kind of like Harry Potter, where you take the memories out of your head. That's and what I was waiting. Here. Yeah. Looking for memories. I'm looking for me. They're here somewhere. Yeah. Hey, I'm sure if we dug through some of the stuff, it's probably a poster somewhere. Yeah. So I've got a box somewhere of science fair trophies and awards. And I thought it was downstairs. It's in the attic, so I couldn't. I couldn't. Oh, find I definitely it. don't have trophies and awards. Well, so <laughs> science fair was a huge deal for me, and just kind of looking at the. Uh, the history of it started back in 1942 and was called the science talent search for high school students. Huh. And then uh, it became a big deal. I, I remember it a big deal when I was in school in the 70s, 70s and 80s. And science fair still happens now, but there's so many other different competitions. There's math fairs and scholars bowls and all mm -hmm. kinds of stuff like yeah. that. But science fair was kind of the, the biggie. Now, now, Art, you were... Uh, you were you did some high school science fair, is that right? Yeah, uh, well, I did one. I was actually involved in one. Uh, two friends of mine who we mentioned before, George Abbott, actually, has been a guest on the show. What up, George? And uh, Don Conley, who may not have wanted me to mention his name. <laughs> but anyway, uh, they were more the uh, science folks. And uh, we got together and did a, a project on Bernoulli's principle, which is the talks about the shape of a wing and is why a, a plane you know, has lift and can fly. Uh, and I think I was probably involved because I had, um, my, my dad would go, uh, he was in the Navy and would go to Madrid, Spain and come back with these boxes that were wine, uh, cases, you know, they were full of wine <laughs> and then this, this was an empty one and we took it and made the wind tunnel with that. Uh, I don't think that I was the one that provided the smoke with cigarettes or whatever to, you know, for the wind tunnel. <laughs> I, was, I was on the end of that doing that. But, uh, but anyway, I didn't uh, inhale. so, so George and Don were the ones that really knew the stuff. Although for some reason I ended up going, uh, going to the science fair, which we went to, uh, Ole Miss and, and competed in that. I have no idea what we ended up doing. <laughs> but it was fun. I mean, they built the, the wing out of balsa wood, Don, uh, George may have too, but I remember Don, specifically building uh, a lot of stuff with those uh, model planes and balsa wood and, and those things. So he built a, a wing shape on that. And we had some way, I'm not sure where the smoke came from, but we had some way to show the the wind going through the tunnel. Had a little glass frame on the outside of it. So it was pretty, pretty that neat. Was, yeah, that was cool. It was actually pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool thing to do. Uh, and uh, like I said, they presented, but I, for some reason, was there. I don't know. Were you the, I, I thought you'd be like the front man. I was, I guess I was kind of like the, me here. I was kind of, the, <laughs> yeah, I was the J of the uh, science fair project. That's right. <laughs> oh man. That did not come from me, Mrs. Reed. Yeah. So, wow. I was going to say I was the Igor of the thing, you know, kind of like uh, throw the switch. <laughs> yeah. Smile stop. Wow. But the J probably fits more. The J Hopefully. probably fits <laughs> So, but you, you didn't go to Ole Miss, right? You didn't, well, you did in school, but you didn't no, go. No, for I went, I actually went, go, yeah, for okay, that. Yeah. But, mm -hmm. but you can't remember what you, what you did. No, you I did. mean, I think I sat in the bleachers while, you know, the, the project was being presented and hope nobody asked me anything. <laughs> Smoking. So yeah. you, you were, you were I'm just here for the smokes. <laughs> yeah. That's it. What about, what about you, Jay? I had a couple of, one of them was just a, a, I think more or less a poster project. Cause I don't think I did any experiments, but my dad was a mathematician. 
our math professor, and he had done a thing on Fibonacci numbers in the Fibonacci sequence. Yeah, that's right. Which is, you know, you find it in all kinds of things, the Nautilus. And the Fibonacci numbers, for those of you who don't know, is the sequence. You start with a zero, and then one, and then one, and then you start adding. So one plus one is two, one plus two is three, three plus two is five, and it just goes on infinitely from there. And the cool thing about it is that it's found in nature all over the place. Yes. In Nautilus uh, shells, in pineapple, the spirals of a pine cone, leaf patterns, flowers, you know, the little seed things in the middle, whatever. I'm sure I used to know what that was. But um, that was just more of a project that was cool. Or not even a project. It was a poster. The most memorable one, though, I had learned that ethylene gas is produced not by middle school boys but (laughs) (laughs) he's been saving that joke all week he was panicked when we said we might change from science fair no 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 (laughs) no that was on the fly thank you very much but um, it's the other way around apples Okay, I don't need oh. to pass out here. Oh. No, 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 no. Oh. Wow. Yeah, we, we're going to have to put a, a rating on this one. Okay, so. The explicit. Apples. Science fair. As they ripen, release ethylene gas, which causes other fruits to ripen. So it's kind of that old sure. phrase, you know, one rotten apple spoils the barrel because one rotten apple will send out all this gas and it'll make everything else ripen. So it does, in fact, spoil the whole bunch. It does, actually. Yeah. Okay. That's a, I've never heard statement. the barrel version. I've heard the, the bunch. bunch. Yeah. bunch or, yeah. Well, we can't afford, we can afford a barrel of apples that's when I grew up. We can only get a bunch. <laughs> so upstairs in my room. checkers on top of <laughs> 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 no, no. Wow. I have, nothing, I have nothing to contribute, so I've decided just to heckle. <laughs> kind of like you did in your science fair project, right. you know, 40 years yeah. ago. Yeah. You call that a volcano? Sitting <laughs> <laughs> there with a pack of cigarettes. I got to smoke right That's here. That's right. All right, so let us talk, Jay. Okay, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. By the way, tell, Jay. By tell the way, me Jay, about my science fair project. Jay, the look on my face is what we usually see you doing when you're talking about the- <laughs> Except he's got more facial hair. Okay, okay. All right, so the So the the cool thing about the project was I was trying to show how different fruits affected the ripening of banana. So in my bedroom, I had a card table full of Ziploc bags with an apple and a banana or an orange and banana or like a a banana cut in half. All different controls and varieties just to see what ripened the fastest. The problem was, you know, my mom just reminded me. I tried to get her to call in and describe this, and she I wish do she it. had. I, I tried, but she said, "I remember the fruit flies." Oh my gosh! And, and the, my room stunk. Oh man, <laughs> stunk like that is fruit. hilarious. And that's not something you can take to the science fair and then take on to regional, you know, later yeah, because that's right. the bananas well, are black. Yeah, <laughs> but it was trust me. A week ago, this was perfect. You're right. So yeah. I took pictures, I think, and actually took the pictures to the fair, but. That's that's it was very memorable. I can't remember. My dad said I made a solar system, but I have no real yeah. Memory oh man, of that. what a cop out! A solar system? I know that's what I thought. <laughs> sure, it wasn't your brother? About who myself? Did that? I actually think it was. You think it was you or your brother? I think it was my brother. Yeah, he'll. I'm sure he'll let me know as soon as he listens to this. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. So right. this before or after Pluto's, Pluto's change of designation? Before. Okay. Before. So, so how many years did you do science fair? Two you, or three at most. I, I think once I didn't have to do it, I didn't. So, I loved science fair. Absolutely. P- 
positively love science fair. My first science fair project was in third grade. I did a volcano and I didn't use um, vinegar and whatever else that most folks do. I used actual lava. No, there was a chemical uh, we had. There was a chemical we got. It was a granulated chemical and I had a magnesium wick. And so the wick, you'd light it and goes in and would ignite the, 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 the granules and they would kind of overpopulate and drop off. It looked really, really That's cool. cool. Like lava. I mean, it well, was- it, it, but it was, it was, it was like ash. I mean, it wasn't anything liquid. I mean, it was something that, uh, man, I wish I could find it. But I know. I'm thinking, why don't we use this to make a, you know, another video? Yeah, we should. We should. So I've got the uh, ceramic um, volcano still up in the. Now, did you make attic. that or is that? Yeah. Some, yeah. yeah. So, no. you, you cre- so my, my mom did ceramics at that point. So okay, I got, I got a, uh, if I remember correctly, I got a flower pot, inverted it, and then just did clay shape, and ceramic yeah. stuff around it. And then we painted it. We had little twigs for trees and the cool. whole nine yards. It was really cool. It was yeah. really cool. I think I ended up first place locally and then went to, I mean, there at, at I guess I would have been Weatherspoon Elementary, and then went to City and didn't do anything. But then fourth grade. My love affair was Wait, solar this is heating. Before fourth grade, when yeah, you that was third grade. Oh my gosh, third grade. prodigy. Yeah, yeah. So fourth grade, you have to remember, I was in, I, I was in an engineering major forever and loved science and math in fourth grade. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, probably. So, uh, so ended up doing solar heating and fell in love with the idea of building a solar collector, which was a a sheet of 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 tin actually, and uh, built a box around it. Put a put copper coils through it painted it all black put plexiglass on the front got a Folgers coffee can put two little nipples on that <laughs> stop there goes that so, explicit right? yeah there it goes so had had uh had the top art uh, sits up thinking we're talking about joel schumacher what is, is batman time again yeah <laughs> that's tomorrow uh so had uh, had had a tube coming from the from the top of the a Folgers can to the top of the uh, what you call it the uh, the collector and had water going through the coil and so we would heat water passively with this solar um, collector. Are you sure this wasn't a still? <laughs> no, it wasn't a still. And so solar I played still. around over the years with different ways to do the collector, different ways. So I did. Uh, I took some, um, oh, it was siding, it was twelve inch wide siding, and I made a like a four foot long uh, v like a trench put um put like an industrial strength aluminum foil on either side of it and then ran a uh the the top the copper tubing straight through to try to get more reflective flectivity up underneath and so just did a variety of things through the years and and it was my 11th grade year if i remember correctly so i guess it would be nine years of science fair um, so I, I did a multiple year project on solar heating. So I had all these data points Good grief. and so I created a computer controlled solar heat pump. And so what I did was I just had gas <laughs> <laughs> and you still probably do. And so what, what it has nothing to do with the science. Fair, so what I went from a passive well, it was still a passive system. So what I, what I did instead of having water go through the coil on the collector, I put Freon in there and I had a compressor. And so what would happen is when the temperature of the water 
in the um, the the collection, the can. I had a uh, remember the old thermostats that we had on the wall with the mercury switch. I still have that. Yeah, yeah you probably still do. So uh, what happens the way those mercury thermostats work? You've got it's a bimetal coil. So you've got two different types of metal on that coil, and one expands hotter at a different temperature than the other. So it's calibrated so that mercury switch would kind of go up and click when you got to a certain temperature. So it's a very mecha- a very clever mechanical way of doing the thermostat. So I had one of those thermostats in the water, which, you know, I didn't account for, you know, if, you know, lead poisoning or any, I mean, mercury poisoning, if it got busted, but that when the, when the temperature fell below a certain degree, uh, it completed the circuit. Let's see if I can remember. Yeah. So I had it where it would complete the circuit and I was going through the serial port of a Tandy color computer and so when that serial port, when that serial port, serial port completed, it would then turn on the compressor because the temperature of the water has has dumped low low enough. It would turn the compressor on to force freon through the collector. Jay's well, both you, you can almost hear the sound of un- listeners unsubscribing. I was <laughs> I was thinking you were worried about exposing your geekness and i think your fear has yeah, been realized yeah it really is so yeah. um anyway but it, it what was great was i really fell in love with engineering and physical problem solving like that and so have have parlayed that into you know professionally i do all our build out and and network wiring and all that stuff here but that was a lot of fun and so it really uh, is fascinating well it, one one at every level did not get a best affair, best of show at the regional fair, and we went to we went to Startville, Mississippi State for region science fair, regional uh-huh. science fair. I went out to state one time, but I can't figure out why. <laughs> went to went to to state a couple of times, but so that project, that eleventh grade, I ended up getting visited by like twenty different judges. I was considered for best affair. I had an army and a marine. No, I had an Air Force and a Marine Science Award and a couple of other things. It was really, really cool. So, but I never got best affair and didn't get to go to international Gosh. science fair. But anyway, you're international in our book. Well, you know, I'm something. <laughs> you're out there. Um, you know, but I love science fair. I love the challenge. Now, of, did your your boys do science fair as well? No, no, they're disappointments. Oh, yeah, they took after their mom in that yeah. regards. So. But Mine yeah. both did. I can remember doing at least a project with each of them. I, I think they both had to do a science project. Yeah, I think it's did. more that than yeah. science fair. Yeah. That's exactly what right. But they didn't go to science and it was, fair. And it was really more to learn the process of doing that as opposed to trying to yeah. discover to anything to new. Win. Well, I, I remember I built we built a backboard out of plywood, mm-hmm. and uh, that thing was so friggin' yeah. heavy. I mean, and I think I still have the card table that I took to science fair through all those years, so... Anyway, I know we still have the card table that I displayed my rotten bananas on. <laughs> Sounds like a personal problem there. <laughs> so, but I love science fair, and it was, and it was uh, you know, that was when I had no social life, kind of unlike you guys. You well, know, that's what I was doing. Married after all that, and yeah. <laughs> I think I may have turned the wine box into a GI Joe spaceship. So, <laughs> did I have that when we're done? The wine box, yeah, the the crate that we used to make the wind tunnel. Oh, I got you. I thought you were saying after you finished off the wine, you and your buddies on your social. Oh yeah, this is just last week. I'm talking about. Yeah, it's great. (laughs) Wow. So that's why I wanted. You didn't know what you. You just thought me and Doctor Who, Doctor Who and I were bad. Whatever the correct uh, pronoun usage there. You know, the look on your eyes as they both kind of glazed over. I wish we had a video feed. So, but. 
Maybe you could build it out with a compressor or something in your tape. You're mocking me now. <laughs> You're mocking me. Openly mocking me. <laughs> Open. That's right. Yeah. He's finally getting he's I just hope getting us back. I'll just make this request. Put it in your uh, this is, this will tell you what I, I latched onto. Please make sure you save the a sound bite of Jay saying, I have gas. <laughs> We need to to drop that in every once in a while. Again, this is my takeaway. Maybe that's the reason our eyes were glazed over. That may be the reason your eyes were glazed over. We did literary bowl and that kind of stuff. So that was, I guess, more my thing. I did college bowl, scholars bowl, whatever it was. We didn't really have that at at Starwell High. The college bowl. Well, I imagine you did. You just weren't invited to participate. Wow, man. After you complimented him and he's going to. No, yeah, left handed compliments. What that would be. Geek, you were worried about exposing and you've already done it. Yeah. Oh, hello. So, thanks for joining us for the final episode of Guys of a Certain Age. <laughs> yeah, we're going to split her off. Jay's going to start his own musical podcast. You should do that. I want to hear you uh, sing on a musical podcast. I, will I would have to love say, to do that. A certain yeah. nephew of mine that appears on podcast occasionally, like, hello. like twice a week, hello, Campbell, is doing a Star Wars parody musical. Uh, yeah, and I was supposed to audition from Obi-Wan, but he managed to be out of town the week I came, weekend I went up there for that. So. It's pretty it's bad when, you're, when your nephew ghosts you like that. I know. Wow. Is that for a podcast or just No, it's a... just, this is just uh, something they're going to put on okay. in Nashville. Wow. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Sounds so, fun. Until, until you could be Joe Lucas and Disney both suing. And then. <laughs> so maybe it's a blessing in disguise yeah, that so. you didn't get. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. You do look a little like uh, Obi-Wan. Ewan McGregor. Yeah, there you go. When I was looking for my science fair project memorabilia, I found a a model of C-3PO that was armless. That's Hmm. all. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting on a story, some emotional significance. It's not supposed to be armless, but I thought, well, maybe this represents that time when he was taken apart. Well, I was going to say. For those of you listeners who don't realize that C-3PO is not supposed to be armless. <laughs> well, he is a Bespin. He's, he's oh, one armed good point. Yeah, yeah, maybe it was the Bespin Collector's Edition. That's yeah. right. Got. Yeah, maybe the Bespin Collector's Edition. Yeah. All right. I think we've had enough fun for this week. I mean, how could we have any more? So we want, we want to thank all you guys for joining us, and we will see you next week, hopefully, if there's a podcast with Jay and Art. <laughs>